I saw a wave, a dark wave, come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name Rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all rigged. Today we're going to discuss uh, the what they call bail-ins, bank bail-ins, and what that actually means for your money that's in the bank account, as well as a brokerage firm, as well as for those who are in crypto, that uh, it's about crypto as well. And uh, I want to start by kind of talking about the crypto side because this kind of enhanced uh, what we knew to be the new bail-in provision. And I'll explain here what that really means. But it's really, really important because we think our money is safe in a bank or a brokerage firm because we think it's ours. If we go to cash, we're like, oh, I'm in cash, I'll be okay. But that's just not true. Mainly because it's not your money. You've actually given a loan to the institution. So let me get in and and just start by discussing uh, Coinbase. And Coinbase is probably one of the best crypto exchanges out there. Um, And the side note, there was already an exchange that was called Celsius. And they just recently, because of the big crypto carnage, um, most cryptocurrencies are just getting slaughtered. And because of that carnage, Celsius made an announcement that they will not allow any withdrawals, cash withdrawals, any transfers or buys or sells of crypto. Basically, those people who are in Celsius, they've lost everything. They'll lose it all. That's the bottom line is it's going to be gone by the time this is over. And that leads into the point of what bail-in means. And so Coinbase is the number one crypto exchange. It it really seems to be the best. But they came out and talked about declaring anyway that uh, they have bankruptcy disclosures. And if we, you know, thought that that was bad, (laughs) wait until you hear about your bank account where all your money is that you hard-earned money is sitting. And I don't care if it's sitting in anything. It's If it's in a bank institution, no matter what it's in, Money market, it doesn't matter because if it's in money market, it's even worse uh, because it's not actually there. It's buying U.S. treasuries without your permission or well, you did give permission. You just don't know that. And same with the brokerage firm. But the bank bail-in provision is explained with Coinbase as well. See, Coinbase had this bankruptcy disclosure. And custodial, it, it, this reads his quote, Custodially held crypto assets may be considered to be the property of a bankruptcy estate. In the event of a bankruptcy, the crypto assets we hold, Coinbase, in custody on behalf of our customers could be subject to bankruptcy proceedings and such customers could be treated as our general unsecured creditor. Now, what that really is saying is your crypto assets, whether they be actual crypto tokens or cash, just like what happened in Celsius, it's not yours. You're considered an unsecured creditor. 
My guess is they don't even have half the tokens they're supposed to. They just say they do. So that in itself is a big scam. But that's the nature of these crypto exchanges and why I think Celsius is in deep trouble because they just didn't have it. You know, they were accepting it, but they didn't have it. What's interesting here is how they declare general unsecured creditor as you. Now, that seems like, okay, you know, at least I'm in line, but that's just not how it rolls. Back in uh, the time, that was about seven years ago, the MF Global case where Senator John Corzine was leading this financial outfit, they invested deeply into Greek bonds and lost and they lost billions. And apparently um, a lot of the money that they lost was actually client money that was just sitting there. And the court ruled that the money wasn't the client's, that the money was given to the financial institution, a.k.a. you know Fidelity, um, J.P. Morgan, doesn't matter where your money is. If it's in a bank or a brokerage, it's considered unsecured creditor. So they go on to say that you're an unsecured creditor. So the ruling of that case was if there is a default or a bankruptcy in this, let's say, Coinbase, for instance, the derivative holders, which they're probably not a part of, uh, but you don't know, uh, derivative holders would get paid back first, and then the secured creditors get paid back second, then the unsecured creditors and when, what I hear from people who are involved in business-to-business issues with uh, a business or a supplier going into Chapter 11, and they go into the bankruptcy proceeding, that the unse- or the secured creditors would be the banks that gave the business a loan. They would get paid first. Unsecured creditors very, very rarely get paid back anything at all. That's why it's just not, not good at all. But we have to remember back to 2013. Remember when Cyprus did a bail-in? And many of us may not even recall that or just remember it. But, you know, in Greece, they they had a real issue. So they had what they call a bail-in, which means they went in and took the money out of the bank accounts of the bank holders. So if you had $5,000 in there, they may have went in there and took half of it, whatever metrics they needed. Well, now that's that was then that was in Greece. And many people think, oh, it's Greece. It doesn't really matter. But it's starting to spread around the world. As for instance, in Canada, Prime Minister Stephen Harper's budget declared that the government proposes to implement a bail in regime for systemically important banks. This regime will be designed to ensure that in an unlikely event that a systemically important bank depletes its capital, unlikely event, you notice. And though, although right now I'm not so sure because I think part of the Great Reset, I think uh, setting us into digital ID, digital currency world, uh, the total slave state, I think has to have a collapse of the system in order to encourage the people to accept it. But the bank can be recapitalized and returned to viability through the very rapid conversion of certain bank liabilities into regulatory capital, a.k.a. conversion of bank liabilities. You are the bank liability. So they will convert your money into recapitalizing the bank. 
So if you haven't figured that out, certain bank liabilities, that's your savings. And that's that's deep. Well, that was Canada. Now, in the United States, provisions for depositor bail-in existed even before Cyprus with the statutory bail-ins provision and the 2010 Dodd-Frank bill. The fact is, if you're living in any of the largest economies globally, then your country is party to a supra, and this is huge, supranational agreement on flexible bank bail-in bonds put in place at the G20 Brisbane Summit in 2014. That's a really big deal. Now, I could go a little deeper on this just to you know about your IRAs. That's why I highly recommend that you get a nice chunk of your IRA and roll it over into physical silver and gold, have it safe in a depository away from the paper system, especially in lieu of everything we're seeing right now. I think this is just the beginning, what we're seeing with inflation and rising energy and food and the attack on our way of life. This is not going away anytime soon. This is going to last because it's designed to collapse the system and designed to uh, bring us towards that great reset. But the the fact that they have these bail-ins on the provision uh, back in 2010, that was interesting because that was during Barack Obama's period. And I remember, God, if I could just find it, it was so hard. If any of you are really, really good researchers, please email me at client support at cammetals.com, C-A-M-M-E-T-A-L-S.com. I'd really appreciate it. But if you could find this, it was in the Federal Registry, and the Federal Registry is where they kind of document things that the government are discussing or implementing. But the Federal Registry, around that time of 2010, 28, 9, 10, 11, they said that they had a plan that in a major systemic situation, they were going to demand that your retirement accounts be converted out of the stock market and into U.S. treasuries to keep you safe. I mean, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what it was saying, is that your IRAs would be taken and converted because, you remember, an IRA, except for the Roth, but I don't even think they would care about that, IRAs technically belong to the government because you haven't paid your taxes on it yet. That's very important to understand. That's how the government holds people down and accountable. That's how they get away with it because they you owe them something. So that's where when the government sends money to a state, they then have control over you. That's why they're, you know, you see Sloppy Joe here making threats to schools and states that do not go into the whole gay agenda that they'll withhold money for the school lunch program. I mean, think of how sadistic these guys are. I mean, they're, they're deeply dark and ugly humans. But they hold it against you. You have to understand that your IRA isn't really yours because, number one, it's in a brokerage firm, uh, and that could be susceptible to the bank bail-in. But two, it's you haven't paid taxes yet. So they had made a proposal in this federal registry where... And I believe this is their plan for the future. It's, it's fascinating. You, I just wish I could find it again and quote it. 
but they would take the IRAs, convert them into U.S. treasuries. This is how the U.S. government was going to finance its debt. They already had raided the money market accounts because the government is in trouble. We are in serious, serious debt. That's why spending tens of billions on foreigners and they're just blowing money everywhere. We don't have that money. It's incredible what they're doing. They just print. As soon as Sloppy Joe gets in, he prints $1.9 trillion for the Green New Deal. He keeps yelling and saying he's helping people. You'd be amazed how much money laundering and greasing was going on with that money. But that's what caused the inflation. But the IRAs don't belong to you, so they wanted to convert them to U.S. treasuries to keep you safe, they said. And in doing so, they would give you a second tier social security payment. So you would receive your initial social security and then you receive a second check for social security number two that would actually have been your IRA. Now, that doesn't sound very appetizing, does it? That's why it's so vital. I would be calling Cornerstone Asset Metals at 888-747-3309. I'd go to the website, cornerstoneassetmetals.com, register, get a portion of that IRA out of the system so you could be safe. At least in physical metals, if we get wind that they want to do this, we just do an immediate transfer out as a one in-kind distribution and you just deal with the tax issue later. But then you can have your, your silver and gold out of the IRA before they would do any confiscation. But that, that doesn't sound very good. doesn't sound free. That's why it's so important to be out of the system. This is all about the bail-in concept. See, that Dodd-Frank bill was a really big deal in 2010, and many people don't realize it. But the bail-in provision basically calls you an unsecured creditor, and you're the last person to get paid back. Now, I've heard people say, oh, it's FDIC insured, but you don't really know the bylaws. And if you read them, you would understand that FDIC, number one, is a private entity. They only have about $25 billion in the kitty. And the rule is, during a systemic collapse of an institution, FDIC insurance would pay the derivative holders first, which, mind you, there are hundreds of trillions of dollars of derivatives. Then they would pay the secure creditors, which, by the way, all these are banks. Then FDIC will pay you. Oh, and by the way, they have 99 years to do it. So when you think your money in an institution or a bank is safe because it's FDIC insured, that is a big fat fallacy. I would just be very cautious and be diversified for that reason. Uh, because what, when you think about the, the um, vulnerability that we have, because most people, they have literally their life's savings is either in an IRA or a stock market account or a bank account. I know people that sit with hundreds of thousands in the bank. They just don't understand. They think it's safe. But it's not your money. So this is really, really important to get. Um, Hopefully you've heard this before. And remember that the government needs the money to finance our debt. We are trillions every year in the hole. They've already raided the money market system. 
And many of you didn't realize it, but in the back of your statement where your money market was in a bank or a institution, and I know because my Fidelity account sent it to me, and it stated, look on your money market account now. Look, I'll go to your account and look at it. In the old days, it said money market account, money market fund. Then back then it was cash literally sat aside for you. Now they're called cash reserve accounts, government cash reserve accounts. The money markets are now government cash reserve accounts. Number one, the word government should scare you. And cash reserve is a total play on word because they actually take, they took the money from the money market. There was trillions of dollars in the money market fund sitting there. And this happened over the last handful of years. They, they took the trillions of dollars from the money market fund, passed this ruling, and converted all of that cash into U.S. treasuries. That's how they were buying our debt. So when they say government cash reserve account, the whole thing is bogus, but it's not cash. Because cash... U.S. Treasuries and gold, they're all tier one assets. So they're fungible, they're, inter, they're exchangeable with one another. So when they use the word cash, they can easily be saying the word U.S. Treasury and it's the same thing because they're fungible. And they just don't tell you that. So your money market account now is no longer sitting in cash. It's actually sitting in U.S. Treasuries. Now, if you feel safe sitting in U.S. Treasuries, more power to you. Me? I don't trust U.S. government bonds for nothing. They are going to default. There is no doubt in my mind in the future that's happening. So they raided trillions of dollars out of the money market fund to finance our government's debt already. Nobody's really buying our bonds. We're in trouble. They're in this whole thing with Russia and Ukraine, and we put sanctions on Russia, and we took hundreds of billions of their dollars out of the reserve. We just showed the world that the U.S. dollar is not a secure and safe place. We just showed them that if you don't agree with our policy or our ways, we will just take your money. That doesn't sit well with a lot of countries. And if you notice the seven stages of an empire, the, the last stage is when an empire collapses. I'm talking Rome and Greece. And when you study history, it's just fascinating. But the seventh stage of the empire collapse is when there is a loss of confidence in the country's currency. And the United States has been number one uh, reserve currency for some time. And when they did these sanctions and put, took all of Russia's money, a lot of countries woke up and, and realized our money's not really safe because if we have a disagreement with the United States, they'll just take it. It's creating a multipolar world. We were a unipolar world where the United States ruled, and now we're going into a multipolar world where there's going to be multiple currencies. And the problem with that is that the multiple currencies bring a problem for inflation. You think we have inflation problems now, too much currency chasing too few goods. Wait until there's multiple currencies we're losing that status and all that currency is starting to come back home. That's when inflation really is going to rage. So we have a problem here. It's just really called a, a, a debt hangover. We've, we've spent our way to what we thought was the American dream. 
We have unbelievable irresponsibility in D.C. in spending money. And this last uh, COVID sham uh, pretty much put the nail in the coffin when they printed trillions and trillions of dollars. And that is the nail that I think is the death nail of what we're seeing the beginning stages of now. This inflation is not going away. They want a Green New Deal. They want to transform the economies and the world. And in doing so, they will crash the dollars. And knowing the rules is rule, knowing that rule of, of bank bail-in is really important because your life savings is wrapped up in it. So I encourage you to get uh, diversified, take it seriously. You can research all this on your own. You'll find out it is extremely accurate. Get ready and be prepared. It is that important. Until next time, God bless you. With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals, and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888-747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.